Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. On the LegacyRetirementGroup.com phone line, we welcome Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst from Bankrate. Mark, always a pleasure to have you with us. Uh, quite frankly, we, we, we like you having, having you on for your voice alone. But on a much more serious note, uh, we got a big chunk of Americans right now who say that their overall financial situation has gotten worse since the 2020 presidential election. That's right, and good to be with you. Always great to be with you, Mr. Boxer. And yes, we are sort of thinking about the fact while we're, you know, as you appropriately said, giving thanks for all those who have made sacrifices uh, for our country uh, through the military, whether it's family or service personnel. Uh, uh, Debbie Downer here, we're also thinking about the fact that we're really getting into the heart of another general election cycle, and so that being a year off, and the previous election being three years uh, sort of in the rearview mirror, uh, we do surveys uh, around this time to try to get an idea about what you just described. And so when we asked Americans about their overall financial situation, 50% said it is worse since November 2020 when President Biden was elected. 26% said their situation's about the same, and uh, 21% said uh, the situation with their personal finances is better. And they only cohort which said there is there's are better uh more often than worse is generation z which is those age 18 to 26 and with that group you can think about the fact that three years ago well a good number of them were still in high school uh, the the oldest of them would have been 23 years old so this is the most economically upward mobile group and, and obviously they're in a prime position to have some more success uh, even perhaps uh, you know, leaving their parents home or, or something along those lines. Right. Bank rates, uh, Mark Hamrick is with us. And Mark, to your point of what you just said about Gen Z, because I was going to ask you about that, that they were the only generation most likely to say that their overall financial situation has gotten better. Is, is that pretty normal for the usually the youngest generation to say that about finances? Well, maybe generally, but uh, the more senior generations also have some benefits of, frankly, just having uh, come of age during the point in history that they have, and I guess to some degree I'm among those, to the degree that, for example, when we were younger, some uh, workers in the workforce, uh, more often than currently, uh, were able to take advantage of things like taxpayer-supported higher education. What a concept, right? Yeah. Now we have you know, nearly $2 trillion in student loan debt because uh, elected officials in states have largely stopped supporting, at least to the same degree, uh, colleges and universities. Uh, we had pensions more often than the 401k solution, which took a great deal of the burden off of employers with respect to funding retirements and placed some more on the individual. Those are just two prime examples. And, and, uh, so yeah, I think typically you'll have of uh, the older generations, the the uh, more senior generations will have more savings. And uh, however, that's a more about emergency savings. We did a retirement survey not that long ago, where those who were sort of forty three and up 
were more concerned about their lack of retirement savings. But of course, then you're thinking about the fact that, well, they're, they're sort of getting closer to the, at least the time that they're either thinking that or literally approaching it. And, and therefore, they're just like, oh boy, maybe I should have done something different a few years ago, you know? Yeah, Mark Hamrick from Bankrate is uh, with us. We're talking about uh, worsening finances since 2024. Uh, you know, half of America who's saying that. Hey, can I ask you, I, and, and I don't mean to bring politics in it, but in this survey, it was interesting uh, about Republicans and how they're more than twice as likely to say their personal finance situation has got worse uh, compared to Democrats, which is 67%, 67 to 31% respectively, forgive right. me. Uh, my question to you is, uh, does it does it always depend on who's in office, I guess, because Biden, obviously, the current president is, is getting the bad rap for this. Does it always depend on that? Probably not, because, uh, you know, we are living in a time when, let's say, a historian like Ken Burns, you know, literally says that, you know, this is as polarized a time. Uh, politically speaking, uh, as we've seen going back to a time like the Civil War. Uh, so that is unusual, right? And, and, and that wouldn't have necessarily been as uh, significantly the case going back however many uh, decades you want to go. So to the degree that we slice and dice that within the survey, um, 67% of members of the Republican Party said their overall financial situation is worse. And remember, we just said that for the broadest cross-section, in other words, all, that number was 50%. So yeah, GOP yeah. is heightened with worse. And then Democrats said only 31% is worse. So here's where I think that the politics do color it. And it could be, in other words, having a predisposition just to say that this is the case, whether it is or not. Because then I go to where we ask people about the cost of living, right? And in other words, inflation. Right. And if, if there's one thing that cuts across the board that, you know, takes hostages, no matter, you know, what color of your hair is, for example, yeah. or <laughs> what, what party you align with, it's inflation. And 86% of Republicans said that their cost of living is worse, while Democrats said only 59%, I say, quote unquote, only 59% of Democrats said their cost of living is worse. And I would just say that I, I sort of have to blow the referee whistle on that a little bit because, yeah. you know, uh, there's no way that the cost of living has affected Republicans more than Dems, and there's no way that Dems have been less affected by the cost of living than Republicans. <laughs> so you have to meet in the middle somewhere, I think. Yeah. That. Hey, Mark, just out of curiosity, uh, Americans are, are going more and more into debt, especially credit card debt. Uh, right. I don't have to tell you that. You guys do those those studies and surveys all the time. Is there any correlation between Americans' debt, the individual debt, and what we're seeing right now with the national debt of $33 trillion? Is, is it always that way? When, when we're maxed to the bone like that, are, are Americans also maxed too? I think there is a relationship, and I've, you know, yeah. it might sound a little cynical, but, you know, here we are, and it's not even really making it into the news cycle right now because a lot of people are saying, wake me up when it seems different. Yeah. That, uh, today is the 10th of November in terms of the date of the calendar, and on the 18th is the day when, uh, the federal government would be slated to shut down again, partially, if elected officials, namely Congress, uh, don't, uh, you know, fund the government. And so my point about that is, in a cynical sense, but I also think it's it's there's it's true, is that and you know we've been playing this game of kick the can 
so often that Americans are almost uh, immune to you know taking it seriously, and, and yeah. therefore there's not it's not prioritized as an issue in the political environment to say, hey, enough of this. Let's let's try to run the country with a little more maturity, because you know if you're not doing the appropriations bills, then you're not thinking about the, the departments that need the funding, or you have a, a strategy to do something. And I think with our personal finances. Um, I'll, I'll just simply say this. I, I, I think it's unfortunate that when we don't prioritize emergency savings, when only 43% of Americans can pay an emergency expense of $1,000 or more from savings, that we do have to lean on credit as sort of being the backup tool. Uh, and the same thing is true where we don't yeah. um, require our elected officials to be fiscally prudent by saying, well, if you're going to spend for a program you need to create the revenue for that, and the primary means of doing that is what? Is to create uh, some taxation responsibility around that. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.